Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hi, my name is Amy Willis, and I had a near-death experience. In January, I went to the hospital, and long story short, I ended up with sepsis, having emergency surgery, and went into severe sepsis and septic shock, and my body started shutting down my organs. I went to cardiac arrest and uh, acute respiratory failure, and my liver and kidneys were shutting down, and then my body actually was shutting down. My fever was almost 106 degrees, so I was done. And when I came out of the emergency surgery, they put me into a coma and put me on a ventilator. But one of the times that I died, I immediately was caught up into heaven. And when I got there, Jesus was there. But I'm going to back up and tell you before this happened, I have a very close personal relationship with Jesus. So I have strongly believed to be outside of the body is to be present with Jesus. So I was immediately there. But one of the first things I remember is the way that him and I were talking to each other. It it was different, you know, the way my mouth is moving now and the way we speak and communicate. It's not like that there. It is, I guess, what I would want to call a knowing. He knew what I was thinking, feeling, saying, and I could feel that on him too. And we were communicating, but it kind of felt confusing to me. I was like, huh. I immediately noticed I felt so light. And I suffer from a lot of arthritis pain. So when you feel certain things every day that, that you kind of suffer through, and then that's totally gone. And I remember, like, because your consciousness is still there. You're still you. So you're kind of, you know, like, I'm in a new place and, and kind of checking things out. And then my heart, like where you would, we would feel our heart felt so connected with Jesus. And I kept feeling like he was happy I was there. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation that, and I'd like to to give kind of these metaphors or they'd like to help you be where I was at in, in my mind. And if you've ever been in like maybe a classroom or at work or something and 
you kind of feel like you don't belong and it makes you kind of feel insecure maybe and like a little anxious or that none of that is there. You feel totally accepted for who you are and he's happy you're there. Like, like the story of the prodigal son when the father runs out to greet the son coming home, but the son was like kind of nervous and, you know, that he had upset his father. But in the story, no, the father ran out and embraced him and greeted him with a kiss. It was like that. Like he, and that felt so beautiful that I have yet to be able to really put that into words because that love and acceptance, it's, um, out of this world because <laughs> that's exactly what it was and i also had noticed that um like you step out of time and some of these things are really hard to to put into words so bear with me like it's stepping out of something and it's like it that stuff is behind you but you don't look back and you don't want to and like i was happy to be there and you know step out of our world and time and to go into this one. But it was like I was home and I didn't look back. I wasn't sad that I left. That love and acceptance that totally grabbed onto me, it was, I wanted more and I I wanted to be there and I was very happy to be there. And it just kept like pouring out between us and the excitement and love I felt for Jesus when I was there, you know, because you don't have the body like this, you're a, you're a spiritual being. And so I didn't like wrap my arms around him and hug him like I imagined maybe I would do. It was like my spirit was uh, just kind of wrapping around his. That was the way it was like showing affection and just the happiness to be there. And like when you see him, he was a big, like bright light and just really shining but you know it's him well you know him here on earth and that relationship you have that knowing and and and, you know the communication you have you know it's him up there too and since you're home that it just starts to be familiar to you and and then it's okay and then i just remember this peace that was there because you hear sound in the background and you hear everything. You're while you're communicating with Jesus, your heart is praising him and everything around you is praising him too. The angels in the background are praising him, but it's like you hear this beautiful sound that you've never heard here on earth. And everything is a part of everything. It's like Everything connects to Jesus almost kind of like through a sound that goes through you too, but but you're all connected. And there's everything in, it's, it's so beautiful. Like the colors, I wouldn't even begin to know how to describe them because we don't have colors here that I could label. But like all the, all our colors are up there, but it, they're like magnified. Like when you're at a birthday party, like a clown or someone there that does like the uh, animal balloons and it kind of how like the shape is illuminated with the color, like with the balloon or um, I like to say like at Christmas time, when you go to a light show and you see the most 
beautiful the light show you've ever seen in heaven it's like that intensified because like the way the colors illuminate and glow it's intensified times a million it's just beautiful i mean you see like the trees and grass and and there's two trees there and then a river like going in a, a bunch of s's like flowing through but you can hear the sound of the river and it's almost like the river communicates with you and the trees communicate with you the the animals are there i've saw all kinds of animals like our pets and horses and like everything they're there but they speak to you too and like i'm looking at everything just like what you know this is so amazing and i want to really really express the love I love my children. Like, you know, you, you fall in love here and get married, you know, that you have that love. And then you have love for your parents. Like we feel love, but this love, I, I mean, I know it's called like agape, but it is, I, I really don't know how to put it into words. It's something that I miss every day while I'm here on earth. I feel the love. I feel connected to Jesus because I, I have that personal relationship. But to be in his presence was amazing. And I long for the day I go back. But I'm checking out everything and, and just like, wow, you know. And then I'm talking to him. I'm, I'm asking like, I'm kind of just asking questions because I didn't care about what happened to me. I didn't care about anything back on earth. Like it was, I, and I wanted to express like, you know, the love you feel for the, but it's like that was gone and I was home and all that was behind me and it was okay because I was home and he was happy I was there and I was happy I was there and I did not want to leave. And as I'm communicating with him and, and talking about things, he tells me, with that knowing, like he tells me to look to my right. So I look to my right and I see that it's not stars, but it's like little balls of light just all over the place. And uh, so I'm looking and then one of the balls of light, they're like golden and shiny. Like again, like a, like, you know how a Christmas light illuminates, but this was a beautiful little ball of light, but there were so many different um, shades of gold and um, like how our light looks, like when it's light and there was like silver in there, like it was beautiful, just little balls of light. But one of them started coming towards me. When I saw the one coming towards me, without seeing her, I felt my mother's presence. My biological mother died when I was 10. Severe sepsis killed her and she went to septic shock and died. And that's what was trying to take me out as well in the hospital. That's what, when my body died and I went to heaven, it was from going into septic shock. So I'm having that knowing and I got super excited, like that's my mother, but again, I couldn't see her. I just saw the little ball of light coming towards me, but I knew it's like our spirits knew each other. And then when I got excited, she started coming faster. And then she appeared to me as like how I would have remembered her. She looked really young, like in her 20s. She died when she was 30. 
So she was young and beautiful. My mother was a beautiful woman, but she had what we call Shekinah. That's the glory of God. And she had that like all over. It's like she was in her new glorious body. And and I don't know if Jesus let her appear to me looking like that because I, I saw the face and I'm like, that is my mom. Wow. You know, I was just, I was overwhelmed with gratitude and love because losing her when I was 10, it hurt really, really bad. And he knows like a lot of the pain that I've felt from losing her. So to actually see her there and she was so happy, like she had a huge grin on her face. There's a picture I have of her. And it's like Jesus had her, that her face looked just like that picture. It was like he was giving me a gift while I was there, showing me her looking like that because I know that picture. I know and love that picture because, like I said, she was really beautiful and had a really beautiful smile in that picture. So I see her, but, you know, I see that golden, glorious glow on her and when we started communicating, it was again that knowing, like we were knowing what each other were saying without having to say it. So it's like your mouth's not moving and then, you know, there's no voice box. It's you can feel what the other spirit is feeling. You can, you're communicating. There's not with words. It's, it's just, it's just like going back and forth just with, with feeling with your words, I'm being expressed, but with energy, and and it, like that was flowing back in between us, and I could feel Jesus watching us like a loving father. Like he was really happy to give me that gift, and he was really happy at, at the reaction of us seeing each other. And she was at such peace as well, she, and she was so happy, and. I, like my heart was just just swelling with this love, gratitude, happiness. Like those are the words I can only think of to put it. It was it was intensely much more. We don't have the words down here to describe. I know I keep saying that. I apologize, but it's the truth. And Jesus told me this time I heard in an audible voice, Amy, your mother is going to be really happy to see you when you come home, but it's just not your time yet. And I immediately was like, no, no, I didn't want to leave. And, and another thing to note there, I forgot, there's not any foul smell there. Like everything has a almost like a, a flowery scent, but, but really mild, like if you're allergic and, you know, it's hard and it just doesn't aggravate your sinuses or your lungs, like in any way, it just is lovely to be around and there's no negativity. There's nothing negative. It's so positive. It's, it's, it's like, if you took those moments, I said, like when you became a mother, when you got married or when you became a parent, sorry for fathers, but when, when you saw your child for the first time, or when you got married and um, or you're, you're around your parents like, or your grandparents, all that just in one times a million. So it, it's like that's what you're feeling the whole time. But with peace, there's there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to be anxious about. You don't worry where anything's coming from. You're just home and you're very well taken care of. It's like you're a guest and then, then everything is there. Like when 
Jesus said that he'll prepare a table for us, that all we have to do is come. That's exactly how you feel, because that's what he wants just more than anything in the world is to have a personal relationship with us. And and he kept reiterating that to me, that that's what's important to him. So when it was time for me to go, he, he said he needed to show me some things first. So when he was talking to me, he, he just kept enforcing the importance of people knowing that what he wants is a personal relationship with everyone. He wants you to come as you are to him and, and just be yourself because he sees into you. He knows everything you're thinking and feeling, even the most private inner thoughts. But I didn't feel any shame. I didn't feel anything. And when I was there, when, when I first got there, like a lot of people say that, that your life flashes before you and you see all these things from your, I didn't see anything because I, the Bible says, and I personally believe that when you accept Jesus as your personal savior, that all is forgiven, that it's, he said he forgets your sins as far as the East is from the West and they're buried in the, in the depths of the sea. And it was that nothing was brought in. I've done a lot of things that he could have brought up a lot. And he did not bring up one thing that I've ever done. It was when I got there, it was love and acceptance. That's it. Love, peace and acceptance. And I, I was home and it's like he was going to show me to my root. You know, like it. that's it. There was no, uh, well, you know, you should have done this or that. It, I personally did not receive that. And he kept telling me over that is very important to him. He he just kept emphasizing the importance of how he wants a relationship with everyone, that he died for everyone, and that he loves everyone. And then he started to show me how I said earlier, everything has a sound. The, you know, the sound travels through everything, and we're, and we're all spiritually connected to him. And then he was showing me earth and how that goes down from him to earth, communicating with us, that he's constantly pursuing us and he's constantly pursuing a relationship with everybody. I don't care who you are, it's everybody. Then he showed me the spirit of what's called antichrist, but it's just antichrist is just anything that goes against what Jesus wants. And Jesus wants a personal relationship. So he was showing me the antichrist and he looked like he wasn't like, pretty golden and stuff like, you know, the people in heaven, but he had like a glow to him, like he was a spiritual being, but he was evil and he had a, a smug look on his face. And he, he had like a white hair that was really long. He reminded me of the mean dad on Harry Potter. And I can't remember the guy's name that he's the father of uh, the kid in the house of Slytherin, or maybe I'm saying it wrong, but he's got the white hair. He's that dad. And he real smug and arrogant like him. He would open his mouth and these, it would be like, like musical notes, almost like a, a, a staff, you know, with the treble clef on it. Like he had maybe smoked a cigarette and started blowing the smoke out, but it, it was in long, like, um, like if you were unrolling a scroll type that was coming out of his mouth. And that also was going down to earth. As it would go down, it started to look like a sidewalk that was going down there. And he would show me like evil spirits starting to walk down to earth. And 
he immediately took me down into locations in earth and he was showing me i would be there and he would show me like an area that had a lot of people that loved him and then all of a sudden church would pop up and it was different types of churches like a protestant based church catholic jehovah witness you know with kingdom hall and then the mormons with their temple he was showing me the ones that would pop up and then i would feel extreme sadness like his heart was breaking and it was i could only take it for a little bit because it was so hard to take and, and i was like what what's going on he showed me like this is what he's doing he there's churches that is helping pop up everywhere and these churches convince people that they have to work to get to heaven, that there's things that they have to do, that they have to get right first before they can come to me. It's what we refer to as a works-based religion because it's his religion. And, and then he was showing me that that is so much going on in the earth right now. And it, it's literally breaking his heart because it's not the truth. The truth is there's nothing we can do to earn salvation. Jesus died for us. And, and then that's just it because we all do things you know we're not supposed to do and the way that sin entered the world you know through adam which i'm not just gonna you know get into but but he knows that and he knows that there's no one that can get to heaven without him and that's why he died he but he did it for everyone and he wants everyone to know that he wants everyone to know he loves them and he wants a personal relationship with them that's what he just kept really emphasizing to me and you're seeing this like because they it was they were pop i would see like the earth and you would see a light like pop and then he would take me there like um it was like on a movie when you see like when they're trying to bring an airplane in and you and they're seeing those lights that's what I was seeing. And he would take me to that location. Then I would see, I would see like the church erect. And then you would see like maybe political leaders or leaders in the community pop up that would partner with the spirit of Antichrist, just meaning they just go against what Jesus truly wants. Because some people, they claim to be religious and claim to say what Jesus wants, but it's not the truth. You know, a lot of people say you have to dress a certain way, you have to act a certain way, you have to be a certain way before you can come into his presence. And in heaven, it's the exact opposite. If you come to him, you come to him and you know you're saved and you get that love and then he helps, you know, clean up things in your life, traumas you've been through. He doesn't like to see us in pain and he doesn't like negative things that we go through down here. So he wants to love us through the hurts and the pains and get us and uplift us and pick us back up and bless us. He loves to bless his children. So after he was showing me all that, you know, it's like, he was like, you know, it's, it's time for me to go back. And he showed me this later in a dream as well. But I got to relive that and, uh, you know, a lot of other things. Whenever I was leaving, it's like he showed me the nurses and the doctors working on me. And then... I was with him and it's like I got to have a last dance with him. This time, instead of the bright, beautiful light, he came and he looked like, you know, more of a man and made him like he had the glorious body like my mom, like he appeared to me like that. And he looked a lot like the Jesus and the Chosen. 
because I, I don't know if it's because I love that show and you know like you your your heart melts when you watch that show and just love that the the guy plays Jesus so well so I don't know if he appeared like looking like that for me to help me transition back I we were immediately in this this huge place that looked like a city of gold everything was made out of gold like the streets the there was like almost like a big castle like place in the background and he was holding me and dancing with me and we were face to face and as we were dancing this time I was talking and he was talking and and we were talking to each other and and he told me okay Amy it's time to go back and I kept begging to to please stay I I didn't want to come home I didn't want to go back and I was begging to please stay he just kept telling me it's not your time yet you know, you'll come home one day, but it's not your time yet. And as I was leaving, I felt myself descending and he leaned down and got directly in my face and I felt his breath on his face. And he said, remember this. And he said, epada eptada. And he said, remember this, epada eptada. And I kept going back again. Then I heard a distance and he said, Amy, remember a pata iptata. And after a long time of research and like hours of prayer, and I, that means amazing beginnings. So I was sent back. And when I woke up in the hospital, my adopted mom was there. This was my mom that adopted me after my biological mother died. And my husband and I told them, like, did I die? And because she's like, yes, yes, you did. I said, I knew I did. I went to heaven. And then for as much as I could talk, you know, to tell her about that, this was after I was on a ventilator for eight days. I was in ICU for three weeks. And it was just a really, really amazing experience. But the most important thing that he just kept emphasizing is he wants a personal relationship with everyone and tell them I love them. Tell them I want a person, you know, and and to to show me, to show them that I guess that people that are saying things that are of him, that's not truly him. And it is it's really important, you know, to read the Bible and read that for yourself because that is in there. I'm not making this up. Like everything I'm saying is in the Bible. It's there. And it's just that people take it and actually twist what's really there because it's really a love letter to man that Jesus wants a personal relationship with all of us and he loves us and he wants us all to come home to live with him for eternity. Thank you very much for listening to my story. I really, really sincerely appreciate your time.